Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 117 of the JB Sism Show. Today, my friends, we're talking about writing. I'm talking about the art of handwriting. Because you know what? It's going to make you a better writer. Okay, Dave, kick the show off. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the land of 10,000 lakes, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do each and every week here at jbcism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to the 117th episode of today's show. And if you have never listened to this show, my goal is to help you stay motivated with clarity so that you can find your voice, succeed in your family, your ministry, and your life. That's right. I want to give you the tools that you need so you can transform lives and reach the world the message that God has put on your heart. Well, in the age of the technological revolution, everybody has a smartphone, tablet, or computer, and you know what? They consume our lives, but do they also fry our creativity? Well, my friends, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the art of handwriting, why I've started doing it, why it's important, and what steps you need to take, and why it will help you concentrate and write better. Well, I'm excited about today's show. This one is going to be fun. So sit back. It's going to be a short episode, but you are going to walk away with some new, awesome knowledge. All right, my friends, the show begins now. And it is good to be back behind the microphone. And it is Monday... October 2nd. Can you believe we are in the month of October? The leaves are changing. The air is crisping up. And it's exciting because I get to pull my ice sled out here in just a couple of months and go ice fishing. So I'm looking forward to the crisp winter. Most people are going to write me a nasty email now. But that's okay. So anyway, (laughs) uh, but you've probably noticed that I said it's a Monday, and that's because if you did not listen to last week's episode, episode 116, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because I have made some changes to the blog and to the podcast, and one of the things that I have decided to change is the podcast day that it's going to be released, and that is on Mondays. And the reason why is because I've decided that less is more, and I want to have the podcast and the blog post all be on the same day. And so when I write a blog post, I'm going to record a podcast episode to go along with it. So um, the goal is to get this out in uh, the earliest possible way this morning so that you have Monday to listen to this because I know people are going to be looking for today's blog post and they'll be surprised that there's a a podcast associated with it so I'm excited about that anyway well that's not what we're talking about today Um, we're talking about the art of handwriting I mean think about it We, we have a technological revolution right now 
where more and more people have their noses stuck into the screen. I mean, I was watching a, a video the other day and and it was hilarious because these people, they are nose down into their smartphone and they're walking into poles, they're flipping into pools, they're um, nearly getting hit by cars as they're walking across the street. It's like, holy cow, people, put the phone down. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many people I pass on the road. You probably have passed these people on the road, too. They got their smartphones on their steering wheel, and they're texting and driving, and they're swerving all over the road. It's really annoying. And as great as cell phones and technology is, and, and I, I am one. I've got, I got several tablets in our home. I have a computer. I have a, a you know, my own smartphone, my wife has a smartphone. Um, so as great as all of these pieces of technology are, they get in the way sometimes of our creativity. And I firmly, firmly believe that. I believe that our, our creativity is bound up, or so we think, in these smart devices. And, and to tell you how awesome these devices are, I wrote this entire blog post because I want to kind of prove a point. I wrote this entire blog post in a matter of 15 minutes by just talking into my cell phone. And my cell phone just writes all the words as I talk. Now, that's not a bad thing. It, it, was, it was really simple, really quick, and, and talking allowed me to really kind of think through what I wanted to say before I would say it. But the problem is with that, it probably isn't the best written blog post I've ever done. Why? Because I didn't stop to really firmly think about what it was that I was writing. And so a lot of authors, a lot of writers, they they try to use more and more technology to get their stuff written. You know, and in fact, one of my most favorite pieces of technology is a software called Scrivener. And this piece of software has single-handedly changed how I write my books. <clears throat> but I can still sit in front of a computer and type it out. It doesn't matter what program I'm using. And so as great as Scrivener is, as great as some of these pieces of technology are, is writing more, you know, a higher word count, better or is it best to actually start slowing down a little bit you know most most people use a computer to do all their work you can write faster your words are going to flow onto the page and you don't really have to think all that much but the question is are we doing ourselves a disservice by using a screen versus simply using a legal pad now, I've written two books. I've, I've written hundreds of blog posts. And I find it so incredibly easy to use electronic devices. I really do. I love my electronic devices. And I was saying earlier that this blog post was done on a, a smartphone. But, but if you were to ask my mother, <laughs> this, is, this is where the two different th schools of thought come into mind. If you were to ask my mother... What does she prefer to use when she's writing? And my mom's a writer, too. She loves to write. She goes, 
Well, I use a legal pad first before I transition to Microsoft Word. Now, I usually make fun of her. I'm like, really? That is so old school. Why don't you just, why do the work twice? You know, why are you doing the work twice? Why not just get the work done and just do it on the, on the computer and then you don't have to transition. You don't have to retype anything. And she goes, well, I think better with paper. I think better with paper. And I think that's where my own thought process has started to go. Over the, ca over the last two weeks or so, last couple of weeks, I began to make the switch to a legal pad. I want to do all my writing on a legal pad now. So I have legal pads. I got a legal pad sitting next to me here in the office. I have uh, one at my office at um, in Eden Prairie, which is about a half hour from where I live. I have um, uh, two legal pads in my briefcase. And, and I find that I've been wanting to do more handwriting of my work. And in fact, I've just recently switched, probably three weeks ago, I switched to doing all of my to-do lists now on paper. Why? Because it allows me to really think through what I want to accomplish during the week. What is it that I want to do? And if I don't get it all done, that's okay. I just move them to the next week. And, and if I need to absolutely get it done this week, I put an asterisk next to it or I'll put a date next to it saying I need it done by this date. And then maybe I'll add it into my phone to give me a reminder but the goal is I want to get all of my to-do list down onto a legal pad, all of, all of that done. Because the change to handwriting and the change to book writing has drastically changed for me in the last several weeks. Because I've been focusing on the handwritten words. So I, I got three things I really want to talk about here when it comes to handwriting our words. Number one, handwriting allows you to slow down. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We like our McDonald's fast paced world. We want to go through the drive through and we want everything instantaneously. Okay. So yesterday, my wife and I, we went to the mall looking for a dress for our daughter's second year uh, pictures and we're just having trouble. So we, we decided to go to the food court and um, uh, get some food and I'm at Sbarro. My daughter eats half of my food, half of my pizza, half of a breadstick and I was still hungry. My my wife is like, well, go get another piece. So I, I went back to the counter and you got these teenagers back there. And boy, I tell you, they were just doing the long stare. Like, I really don't want to be at work. This really sucks. I hate my life. I just want the money so I can buy my next Xbox video game. Yeah. And, and that, that, that was just their attitude. I mean... I would ask a question and they would just kind of stare at me blankly and blink their eyes. And I said, hey, um, this is, you know, I, I want this kind of a pizza. Oh, okay. 
And then they would pick it up, put it in the oven to warm up a little bit. And, and then I, I told the kid at the register, I said, uh, the pizza, just the pizza. I, I don't need anything else. So you don't want a drink? No, I already have a drink. So do you want anything else? Nope, just the pizza. Okay. Well, okay. Okay, here's your cost. $4 and, you know, 30 cents. All right, well, thank you so much for the pizza. You know, uh, you guys have a good day. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, get some spice into your life. <laughs> You're probably bored listening to that, but that's but that's how I felt. I'm like, I was so frustrated. And I'm like, okay, I want my pizza and I want it now. And and we boast about instant gratification. We boast about how many words we're actually writing. You know, it's it's funny, I'm a part of um several writing groups online and, and they boast about how many words they write. And 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 I'm thinking, well, I've switched to writing my hand on a legal pad with a pencil and it's allowing me to slow down. And the thing with writing my hand is it allows you to methodically think through every single word, methodically think through every single sentence and every single syllable. And, and I believe that we will become better writers, we'll become better communicators if we simply just take the time to slow down and begin thinking through exactly what it is we want to say. And, and that's one of the things that I have found. I, I have found that writing by hand, I'm able to really think. And, and I've had to change how I write because... Writing by hand is a completely different medium, and my brain thinks so much faster than than what I'm handwriting. But I really wanted to stop and just think through methodically. How do I want this scene to work? What what am I doing? And what words do I need to put onto the page to make the scene make sense? And that's where that's where I've really changed the most. Now, right now, I'm basically writing a simplified version of the scenes out, and then I go to the computer and flesh them out, and, you know, we'll see what happens down the road. I may actually switch to writing the entire scene by hand. That way, when I type it in, I've already completed two drafts of my book, and so I want to slow my thought process down, and I feel Honestly, I feel I'm getting a better quality book because of it. Uh, number two, writing by hand allows you to write quality work. And this is kind of where I was going with that. And, you know, I said that I'm part of several writing groups and people boast about how many words they write. I've had some people say, I have written as many as 10,000 words in a day. So here's my question to these people. Is what they have written quality work? Or is it just to boast about the fact that you've finished writing a large chunk of words? That's really my question. 
See, one of the things I've learned with writing by hand, it allows me to not just slow down my thoughts, but it allows me to articulate every word that I put onto the paper. It allows me to really think through every thought, every word, every syllable, because I want it to count. I want it to make sense. I want it to be, you know, I want the passion to flow from my heart, from my mind, onto the pager, uh, onto the paper, uh, onto the pages, pagers, pagers, paper and pages, pagers. <laughs> but but I want it to flow, and I want it to to mean something, and I want it to be articulate. And so there's only going to be days where I simply write only a thousand words. Why? Because it takes me a few hours to methodically work through exactly what it is that I want to write. And I believe those thousand words are going to have a higher quality, a higher grammatical rate than those who simply just push out the words and then brag about how fast that they can simply write. I mean, think about that. Do you brag about how fast you can write or do you really want your words to count? Yeah, I've been taking this course by James Patterson and I love James Patterson and and one of the things that he he teaches is to sit down and write by hand. Now, he says you don't have to. You can certainly write a, a really good book without writing by hand. But he said the one, one of the things that he, he does best is he thinks with his pencil and a paper rather than a keyboard and his fingers. And he said, when I write by hand, I feel like I'm getting into the story and it's the art of actually putting the words to page that give me the greatest sense of satisfaction. And, and I, think, I think there's something to be said about that, that when we actually sit down to write our work, we want to have a sense of satisfaction and pride and joy in everything that we're writing. You know, not that 10,000 words a day is bad, but I you can't keep up that pace. You can't say, I'm going to write 10,000 words a day, and at the end of the week, I'm going to have a 70,000-word novel. It just doesn't simply work that way. And I've even picked up book writing software that, not software, book writing books that, that teach that kind of me methodology, where in 30 days, you want to have a finished manuscript. Well, you're never, you're not going to have, you know, a final, final manuscript. Yeah, you may have your first, maybe your second draft done in 30 days. And that's really pushing hard. You know, NaNoWriMo's coming up here in a month. And NaNoWriMo, if you don't know what that is, that just simply means Nash, uh, National Novel Writing Month. NaNoWriMo. And that takes place every November, every year. And you go, go to nanorimo.com and you can find more information there. And, and, and their goal is to write a novel, you know, for you to write a novel in 30 days. In other words, as long as you get 50,000 words written, you are doing well. It doesn't mean you have to finish all 50,000 words, but the goal is to actually get your book, you know, get an entire book written in the 30 days. 
Now, I take NaNoWriMo a little differently, and I want my outline complete by the end of 30 days because it can take me that long just to work through my outline. And, you know, so if you really want to actually write a book during NaNoWriMo, it's best to have your outlines worked out ahead of time. That way you can just start writing. <laughs> now, if you're going to write by hand, you're not going to be able to accomplish that those kind of numbers, that kind of pace for 30 days. So that's where you really want to use a computer. But but most writers, it takes them years to write a book. Now, James Patterson, he can pop out six books a year. Now, he doesn't always do all of the writing himself. He personally writes about two books a year, but he's got about 15 projects on his plate at once. And so the goal is to write quality work, high quality work that's going to stand the test of time. That's the goal. Well, at least that should be the goal. And then number three, a yellow legal pad allows you to think clearly without the aid of a blue light. Now, if you don't know what I mean that by that, tablets, TVs, phones, anything that has a screen, it emits a blue light. And blue light has scientifically been proven to shut off different receptors in the brain and keep you awake longer. Now, I have read a lot of research on this that blue light emitting from screens affects our brain's function. And it's said that if we just simply turn off the screens an hour before we go to bed we're going to begin to sleep better. And in fact, we're not only going to sleep better, sleep more sound, feel more rested, but we're going to be more refreshed when we wake up in the morning. Now, I have, I've always been one to, I like to read or watch TV before I go to bed. Now, I'm not always good about turning the TV off simply before I turn out the light. <laughs> I'll turn out the light, watch the TV in the dark, and then I'll turn out the TV. And and then I don't know if you've ever had this where your 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 eyes kind of do this little flickering thing, and that's because the the TV's flickering at such a high rate. Um, you know, my eyes just kind of flicker for a while. Well, I find that if I'm reading my Kindle at night. I have a harder time going to sleep because my brain is so turned on. But if I read a physical book, I can simply close the book, close my eyes, and go to sleep. And and, and it helps me relax. It helps me fall asleep sooner. Um, and, and I took this same methodology and I said, I want to apply this to my writing. And so I switched from doing a lot of my writing on the computer first because I want to focus my attention on the words that I'm putting onto the page. And so I, I pulled out a yellow legal pad and uh, or a notebook. If, if you like a notebook, you can do that. And, and I find that it gives me the freedom to write what's on my heart before I write what's in my head. Let me, let me say that again. I find that handwriting my work on a, a notebook or a legal pad, it gives me the freedom to write what's on my heart before I write simply what's in my head. 
And so my goal, I want to encourage you, and, and I hope you've found today's episode encouraging because handwriting has, has taken my writing to the next level, and I believe I'm becoming a better writer. And so I want to encourage you to sit down and begin trying your hand at the art of handwriting. One, it's called writing for a reason because you're handwriting. And I believe that you're going to find that if you start doing this, you're going to find you're producing a little bit higher quality work. You think clear. Uh, you're going to um, enjoy the immersive experience of writing your story by hand. And I think there's something just absolutely magical to see the words flow from the pencil or the pen onto that yellow paper. And, and you're going to be so excited. Now, you don't have to use a yellow pad. Um, I, I use both white and yellow. It depends on what I have on hand. I have you know about 50-50 on each of them. The yellow tablets, uh, you know, legal pad tablets, they're, they're a little bit cheaper than the white because... I don't know why it just is, um, but I find that the yellow is relaxing, and and it's easier for my eyes to kind of relax and look at the pages I'm writing. The white reminds me too much of my computer screen, so that's one of the reasons why I choose to use yellow because I really want to focus on my work. I don't necessarily want to focus on the instruments that I'm using to write, and then I use a uh, a simple number two. Pencil. I have about five or six pencils that are sharpened, ready to go. And as they start to get dull, I move to the next one. That way I don't have to spend time sharpening a pencil, you know, every 150 words or so. And because I write pretty hard onto the paper. And um, and so I want to have as many pencils as I can ready to go. So I just, as soon as I go through them all, then I can resharpen them all at once. So uh, but but I encourage you to take the time to, to start immersing yourself into the handwriting experience because I believe it is going to radically change your life and radically change how you're doing uh, your books, how you're doing your blog posts, how you're doing even just a letter to grandpa and grandma, you know, whatever it is. And so my question for you this week is, when's the last time that you've actually handwritten a book, a blog post, a to-do list, or anything that isn't done on a smartphone when's the last time you've handwritten it and then answer this question how did you feel afterwards what was your thought process when you realized hey this was kind of fun even though my handwriting's a little sloppy this was kind of fun and you find yourself writing a little bit more well my friends i really hope you found today's episode in uh enlightening and exciting as much as I have, I, I love handwriting on a legal pad, and I, and I hope that you find the same thing. You can find the full show notes over at jbcism.com forward slash 117, jbcism.com forward slash 117. And then do me a favor, tell somebody about the show, spread the love around, because I want more people to put their words to paper. God bless. Love you guys. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. 
Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.